Thank you for coming back. Welcome to the TNTOS podcast. I am probably a little bit louder, or a lot louder than I usually am, um, in part because uh, I'm using a slightly different microphone. Um, I'm in the middle of all sorts of wonderful and interesting ideas. Um, this podcast hasn't been titled as we speak um, because. If you've heard the other ones, you probably know that I really don't know which direction it would often take in. Um, it would probably be useful to have done some research and planning, but nonetheless, um, I thought I would talk about social media planning uh, and having a strategy because um, this is something that I'm currently thinking about. And uh, my previous vlogs and podcasts and tweets tend to be. Uh, genuine responses rather than the typical kind of thought out planning uh, and yeah uh, I guess a lot of people are much better than me at um, doing deliberate social media planning however I'm at a point that's slightly different and unique and I feel like I come back to this uh, reflective process or unsure a bit or maybe you're in a similar position where you're a bit unsure or you're wanting to try things differently. Uh, maybe you need something um, fresh and new and you're coming here to listen to this uh, with hopefully to get a bit more of an insight on how to come up with ideas. But if like me, you uh, pick up a, a, a platform um, it could be any one, or it could be multiples, and after a bit of time you get bored of it, you've not done a content strategy, or maybe you have, and it doesn't work out, then those kind of factors mean that they they sort of happen, and they stop, and life happens in between, and when you come back, you realise, oh, there's a gap. Uh, I think the only difference between uh, lots of others and myself is, I don't really care. Pardon me while I take a drink there. Um, I, I feel that I'm courageous enough to come back and try this again. Um, it doesn't mean you or I have had failed attempts in the past. Um, quite the opposite. Um, th this podcast channel, that there was a previous one. And if you go onto YouTube and you search how people have got onto YouTube or how people have done blogging or any kind of channel for a consistent uh, length of time, you'll find that actually there's a lot of failure. So lots of people just don't know what they're doing with social media and they don't know how to do it. And even though they're skilled and that's their job, that they, they might pick another pseudonym to go under to... Uh, practice their forte and refine their skills, maybe practice their campaign. They're not sure how it's going. And there's a lot of that that goes around. And I think um, in thinking about a content strategy and a plan, often we think straight into um, the, the very detailed, this is my theme, this is what we're doing, and I want to plan. But what we don't fully acknowledge is, why and how? What are our expectations of it? And some of that is to do with um, 
the media around us and what we absorb. Um, what do we see day to day? I know from being younger and now being older, but yet not being too old. I know that my demographic has changed. I know my lifestyle and culture has changed. I know there's lots of different things that I do now or I don't do now compared to when I was younger. And uh, that relates to the different target audiences. And I think the media that I had growing up has shaped me as a person. So when I look at YouTube, actually, I would argue that I'm not unique in this way. I think everybody does feel uh, overzealous and uh, shy and... If you think that you want to make a YouTube channel and you're watching these YouTubers, you're probably going to feel, um, without acknowledging it, a bit downhearted because your attempts are always going to be feeble. They're never going to be quite up to standard. And I think we need to acknowledge that there are those goals and expectations that we have uh, and we need to lower the bar in some ways and we need to just try. Um, I think... That's the first step towards a form of success is to understand the end goal and that the path that we plan to get there is the content strategy. So with the strategy in mind, we need to understand that actually we might not be able to meet these things. And if we don't, then that's okay. We can't give up and have a two-month, four-month gap and give up. We need to be able to pick up the pieces uh, and continue forward because Ultimately, if you imagine revisiting a platform and you have nothing there um, or you feel like that's a pile of rubbish, I want to start again. You have nothing there. But even though old content is slightly cringeworthy, I know it's, it's like watching um, a video or an old picture of yourself and thinking, oh, did I really do that? And we all get those moments and feelings. but you've left your footprint, your impression on the earth digitally there somewhere. And it's better to have something than to have nothing. And uh, you'll hear this in my town, um, vlogs, podcasts, um, and blogs and tweets, sometimes being retrospective and saying, I've done this, and this is me now. And I think it's really needed to set your stages of progress up and I think um, when people talk about social media platforms and strategies and how to start um, often they don't think how to start or they think of thing, things slightly slowly and differently and as we talk about social media uh, strategies and how to plan your uh, podcasts and whichever platform it is you would dive into that but maybe before that we need to acknowledge that there is actually a secret other platform, a, a secret other stage that isn't really acknowledged by anybody. And to this day, actually, uh, I, I can't see anyone has wrote about a the development of a social media platform and this strategy uh, being sectioned into these specific sections that I've got in mind. Social media strategy, uh, in essence, if we discuss that first, is a plan uh, of how often, firstly, you wish to use that platform. Um, if it's a blog post, then that's slightly different, that's unique, because that's on your 
um, real estate that's on your home, that's your domain, something that you own, that belongs to you. And from that, you are able to link out to other platforms. So a blog post in that sense is slightly more unique, unless if you're using a, a Tumblr, which people do, uh, or a medium or another text-based service, um, then that's great. Uh, but that's a little bit more sharer uh, and social would be the better word. Um, and when you piece those bits together, you're, you should have a clear idea of, okay, we're in January uh, and every week I'm going to do this twice a week or once a week. And it might be that um, larger businesses, for example, have just once a month uh, sort of blog posts and links to other things or they have a video stream that goes out once a month i think in the digital age what we might start to see is there is a lot of admin work around developing uh, and publishing um the, this content and despite that because there is more information online, we're going to see the frequency levels go up. I remember when it used to be uh, a month or a couple of times a month. People now discuss it as a couple of times a week. Uh, and taking January as an example, um, dry January, um, people who uh, want to lose weight, they've indulged themselves quite a lot, uh, and now they're ready for that break. Um, and the, this public trend could be something that's used a review or a new year's resolution could be another type of uh, theme that we can take uh, as we move to april end of the tax year business review uh, easter time we've got the start of the summer holidays uh, we've got the goodbye to friends at the start of the summer holidays in september when kids start i've got children so i know this stuff um uh, we could have a, another refresh uh, at that point in September when kids start their new term. We could have things to do or we could increase our way that we engage with the general public, if that's our audience, through the holidays, the half terms and things. So these are all themes and things that we can plan ahead for. Pardon me while I take another drink there. Um, and it does feel like there's there are key defining themes and moments that we could put in. And uh, my method is to use a calendar, but I particularly use Trello. Um, you can use any kind of Kanban system or a, a literal calendar, or even a, write it down on a piece of paper uh, and plan ahead and know what your themes are. And within your theme, build in a title um, or a little rough kind of synopsis. That synopsis or title doesn't have to be it, but it just tells you about it. and you probably feel uh, pleased that I've taken you through the, the idea and the preconcept and the precursor of thinking about social media strategy. Um, the big giveaway hasn't yet come um, because some of you might think, I know this already, and that's great. But with that in mind, coming back to the beginning of or now that it's a new year, the, this is January 2020, uh, we're getting a new refresh, so actually refreshing your content. Or maybe you're wondering about new content and you're a bit unsure. You need to give yourself time to plan ahead. But actually, that creating and planning ahead process is the bit that 
I find tricky and that I'm sure others would find tricky. You do need to give yourself time and write that down. I think there are a lot of cheat sheets out there that tell you this is the, the time of year. And uh, I've noticed uh, quite a few come up on Pinterest. Obviously, Pinterest would be great for infographics and cheat sheets uh, as a graphic. So that's a great place to pull up on those kind of things. And there's all sorts of days and uh, national something week that would be great. And I think those kind of bits you could work in, but then you might feel like you can't. And that's a struggle because we've already defined something. My way of suggesting uh, a strategy and a plan is to say, look, do that. Come up with a vague idea, a strategy, an idea of a plan of what you're going to do. But within that, it's really important that you promote things that are a bit more ad hoc. You have feelings and thoughts, and your feelings and thoughts in January, for example, if they're a bit doom and gloom, don't worry. There's less sunlight, so a lot of people might feel slightly more depressed. So the way that you feel um, at summertime, again, for example, the sun's out, everyone's on holiday, and you're having fun exploring the world. And your tone of voice, your feelings, although you might feel unique, I'm sure other people would be feeling something similar. So to have a strategy and a plan, in my opinion, is only half, well, a third of um, what's needed. It's flawed if we were to do that and follow through. We need a second stage of having bits in our plan where we allow ourselves to put blog post or vlog or podcast response or whatever the generic term is for you as a trigger to say that's the point in time where you've planned for you to do something and you must write something and if you don't do that then you've still got your planned content planned that you should be developing and publishing um it, this other stuff is more in tune with how you think and feel i think all too often people forget that brand and identity is key and Sometimes writing things that are generic do actually appear as generic. They only appeal at the right time if they are interesting enough. And then we go into the element of technicalities of uh, keywords, data, insights, domain name. There's all, the whole works of uh, digital geekiness kind of comes out at that point. And rather than fight against that, build you your brand, your company, and really focus on personalities that are really coming out through that. So ask people to write something in your organization about something that they see, feel, or like. And a great example might be in education. So if you're a school, then rather than the principals or the executive principals uh, or the leadership writing uh, something that's a blog post or something in their newsletter, it's going to be generic uh, because that's what they would typically write. They would write something that's interesting, but actually maybe they could just write a paragraph. And then they would say, here is such and such a teaching assistant or dinner lady talking about how they've seen children eat their dinner or the teaching assistant, how children have played out. And that's entirely led by themselves because it, that's their point of view. Uh, the overall 
personality of the school or the organization um, is more likely to come out in, in those points. Now, just to breathe for a second there, um, I'm hoping that I have spoken quite clearly and you're all on the same page as me so far. If not, feel free to skip back now um, because I have described the social media strategy as three steps. So the third and final step is something that kind of dismays me a little bit um, because no one's really touched the subject, but I'm going to try. I believe that the third part of a really good, solid and productive, highly successful plan is for people to come back to, is for people to develop a strategy, but draw a line at certain points. This might be three months, it might be six months, it might be a year, it might be a feeling, uh, but there is a reminder note in the diary um, at six months time or when an event is triggered. Uh, and this is one of those notes that just appears, but the, the, the team, the people that have made this strategy uh, uh, and that have made this plan and contribute to it need to come together. And at that point, you'll be in my shoes, which is to come back, to have realized I've left, left a huge gap or I've done something wrong, or maybe I could have done this better. And actually, if we take a look at this, we think this is poor. And rather than going into the data of, um, let's say, take my podcast, for example, this is still relatively young in some ways, but I didn't expect uh, 20, 50 or 100 people to have responded uh, as I did on Twitter the other day, where I put out a poll and over 100 people uh, within the space of three or four hours um, voted. And that was far beyond what I thought was going to happen. Um, but when you have these moments, these moments can't be done every week or every month. They have to be done quarterly or uh, half a year. And it's important for you to come with questions to going, we think this. Did we do uh, a podcast last? I think we've not done one. I can't believe we've not done one. And that discussion point is something that sets out the tone of what you expect you have delivered because you might be unaware or you're guessing and that sort of sets out how you feel about um, what you've delivered or not delivered and this is the same whether you're an individual or an organization uh, and that's one question that you would ask some other questions you might ask before looking at your medium is what do you think you've engaged with what, who do you think you've engaged with? What topics uh, do you think they've been relevant? And do you think the last one was last week or seven months ago? Uh, have you dropped the ball? Um, have you dropped the ball in terms of something that's actually uh, related to a time frame of key events or things that are going on or content plan that you've agreed? Do you think you've met that strategy? These are questions that are really important for you to ask and to get a feel of because the next stage is to together look at that platform, at that strategy, spend some time looking at it and going, hmm, I'm not sure. Uh, and this is the fact, like I did the other day, I thought the Twitter post, uh, the poll was 
not very great. Um, I thought the podcast I did in the past wasn't very great because I can't remember what it was. Um, but actually, they both yielded a great amount of interest, uh, many interactions, actual engagements, and also a high number of impressions, which was great. Um, so that was a change then, which is the next step of the changing mindset of going, yeah, this worked, or I'm surprised. And for you to fully understand that actually what I think and feel is different to what actually happened. So now what we need to do is continue that. And how do we plan that forwards? Having these moments uh, is really key because they're, they're, they are what they are, which is eureka moments, almost lightning bolts to the brain that allow you to go, this worked or it didn't, but in a more genuine way. Um, by building these blocks in, you're able to not really fully commit to a strategy, but still have one in place where you're delivering it. But the overarching values of your business company or what you're doing is something that might get missed. That is the key selling point that will bring people in. And each post or tweet or podcast that you do will hook onto those um the, hopefully the value sorry will hook onto each bit but not be heavy or cumbersome it will be lightly there so i think the third stage in developing a marketing strategy has got to be having those moments where you can ask that set of questions where you can reflect and have a look back and have a casual look at look this is what we need to be doing. And write a short synopsis of the questions you've asked were what you think and feel. And then you've gone through these, these are the facts. But then after that, within this third stage, have a an overview look at this is what we hope for, for the next. And let's plan the next revisit in another three months. And within that, if you're a, a single one man band failing to deliver on your content strategy isn't a bad thing because maybe you've actually made some money you've had an income so having that is great and i think that maybe you you need to consider having that and saying i can try again and not leaving it out but revisiting it and don't do the mistake I often make of, oh, it's been a long time since. And it's just a case of talking about the subject, whatever it is. Um, yeah. And I think I feel like I've not heard anybody speak about these three steps before. And I've never heard anyone talk about how flexible a strategy could be. Uh, but I believe any social media strategy or digital strategy could be that flexible. Uh, we just need to allow ourselves to come back and accept the failures, all the successes uh, in what we've delivered. Obviously, in parallel to that are the regular postings that we do, whether they are ad hoc but scheduled or actually scheduled and planned content feeds. Um, yeah, I, that's everything for me, I think. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening for over 20 minutes to my voice. And hopefully, if you like 
what I'm saying, then please do hit the share button. Please do like, or comment, and just talk about this subject, which is really important to understand how you flexibly and positively plan and review your social media strategy. Welcome to TM Talks Podcast.